0: The following podcast is a She Did It and SydneyNanberg.com production. Hey guys, it's Sydney. Today I'm talking to someone who is really a true inspiration, someone who has achieved her dreams, someone who really did overcome some serious obstacles in her life at a very, very young age. And I'm not even kidding you, it's pretty incredible. She became an entrepreneur at, wait for it, 15 years old. I don't know about you, but that is pretty wild. She found her passion on a whim, and she's going to share it all with us on the She Did It podcast, so I'm, I'm pretty stoked. This episode really inspired me, it got emotional, she gave great tips, and you guys are going to love her. So let's dive in. She is a serial entrepreneur and self-care extraordinaire. And now, Sydney Nanberg is bringing you along for the ride, sharing everything she knows on mindset and self-care to help you become the best version of yourself. Get ready for some game-changing interviews, lifestyle hacks, and welcome to She Did It. Welcome back to the She Did It podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about rising above challenges, how to find your passion and build a substantial brand while creating financial freedom. This is a topic I've been dying to talk about for a very long time, and we all face challenges in our life. Sometimes we struggle to find what it is we're meant to do, and when it comes down to going after it, taking action can be difficult. But luckily today, I have the pro here with me, and my guest today is a health and wellness mentor, a top 10 IFBB bikini pro Olympian, integrative alternative nutritionist, sports nutritionist, master plus personal trainer, life coach, and she's not slowing down anytime soon. She is doing it all, and I am so grateful to have her here on the show. She's truly an inspiration, filled with knowledge and insight. And I cannot wait for you all to meet her. So let's welcome Tiffany Boynton Davis. I'm so glad to have you here today. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you so
1: much for having me. I've been really looking forward to it all. I know,
0: me too. So you've been through so much in your life, yet you still come out <laughs> on top. And you never seem to let a challenge stop you. Rather, it seems that you let it inspire you. And it's really amazing to see the process and and what you have really made for yourself and what it took to get there. So... You and I discussed a little bit about your upbringing and where you're from, but tell us a- about yourself and your background, what life was like at home, and how you got to where you are today. Oh, goodness.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there's a lot to yeah. Um. So, I grew up um, with a single mother. Um. It was very challenging from what I remember. Um, she taught me a lot, actually, um, and she taught me a lot of, you know, grit and hard work and just watching her go through her life, you know, making ends meet for her little family. That was something that I caught on to really young. Um, that was something where my mom and I, I can't even tell you how many times we moved. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't even meet my biological father until the age of 11 as well. So yeah. And that was after my grandfather passed away. And I think she was you know, kind of thinking I needed a male figure in my life. Uh, my grandfather was like my hero. Mm-hmm. And um, and that was something for her that she thought might be important that, you know, it's time to have a male figure in my life. Um, so, you know, to circle back with being at home, um, it was very unstable. And um, my mom did her absolute best. Um, The one thing that was stable was my academics and my schooling. She put me through private school. um, And it was actually Catholic school from, you know, I want to say four and a half until eighth grade. Mm -hmm. And I was telling you actually um, before this podcast um, that I was trying to get into a school called Christian Brothers. And that was going to be my high school. Um, and so I just remember reading my um, my kind of like my acceptance letter slash you know enroll how why why would I be a good fit for this school and I had to write them a letter and I just remember I mean I was pretty young because um, I started kindergarten at four and a half I was in an accelerated program and it and uh, I want to say I was 11 around 11 years old 11 12 and I was writing my letter and I and I looked at it the other day and it said to be, the one thing that I would bring to the school is kindness and and I want to serve others. And I just kind of sat in the room and just cried of happiness because I'm doing that to this day. So um, it's something that, my, you know, my mom has set me up for success. However, at the age of 13, my whole life came crumbling down my mom was in her, um, her then marriage, um, and it fell apart. She contacted my dad who I was visiting for the summer at the time. And, um, again, I'd only met him. I met him at 11. I spent the summer with him at 11. Mm -hmm. I went and visited him once at when I was 12 and then one more time when I was 13 and that summer I felt like my world was over. She called my dad and she said that she was getting a divorce. Um, she needed me to stay with him for a little bit. So again, here comes the, you know, unstable, mm-hmm. um, you know, non- non-security. My grandfather had passed away. I didn't know really who this man was. And and that's that was my life environment. And you that's know, kind I, of scary, mom- you know, Go at such a young age going into an environment like that and
0: everything's kind of up in the air.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I was telling my husband just the other day, you know, I never felt that, like, comfort around what a father should be like or feel like. Mm -hmm. And I never had that, like, I guess, growing up with your dad and, you know, kind of just being thrown in. And, yeah, it was very, very scary. And I think that's when my survival kicked in. Mm I think that's awesome. I think it's super inspiring to hear that too,
0: because a lot of people use their past and struggles that have and challenges that have come their way um, to hold themselves back. And kind of linking that to how, when you were in school with your letter, you wrote that that you would bring kindness. I mean, that just shows who you are as a person. I find that to be beyond admirable. Um, You've chosen to rise above any struggle that has really come your way from a, a young age, and a lot of children don't understand that they don't understand what's going on in the moment and you've turned that obstacle into what you have now
1: yeah yeah and I look back at it and I actually get emotional even talking about it because you and I know this is the first time I'm actually going public right which is so brave Um, (laughs) so thank you yeah so um oh I got a little tear (laughs)
0: So, but we talked about how you began your journey as an entrepreneur at 15 years old. First of all, that's like unheard of because you, I mean, that, that's unheard of. So what was that like? What did that teach you? And again, thank you so much for sharing because it is an emotional story and you should be so proud of yourself. You're doing something that's incredible and you're following your passions and you're overcoming. It's it's very rare to meet someone who goes through these these that uh you know not having the stability yet, kind of sees past it you know so I I think that that's just it's just incredible.
1: Yeah, so at that time um you know bless my mom's heart again she did the best that she could but we also had a falling out okay um she was trying to you know do whatever it was for her that needed to take care of her. Um, My father at the time um you know, I. I honestly didn't know what it was like to have a father and I didn't know what was normal and what wasn't normal. And there was, you know, a lot of anger. There was a lot of things that I didn't really understand. And I just remember all I wanted to do was get out Mm -hmm. and I needed to get out and, you know, start doing something for myself. And I knew that at 15, you know, I could find out a way to somewhat of emancipate myself and, Figure out you know how I could get out of this home to where I could start supporting myself, and that's when it began. you know I started teaching myself how to be a woman i've you know I've never done a drug to this day um, you know, and it's something that i'm I'm very proud of, especially living in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, all, that's all we see. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, and especially at that age. Um, so yeah, there was a lot of fear. There was a lot of me working two or three jobs, you know, from fifteen to seventeen, and it was just a way to, you know, finally be be free. And I just remember when I went into my dad's home, I started enrolling myself into soccer leagues and cheerleading and things that I was used to from back home. Mm-hmm. Um, And came into Las Vegas trying to really figure out, you know, how I can stay with my, you know, extracurricular activities and then also be able to apply that with school because that was a big thing that I did, um, you know, back home. And then coming to Las Vegas, it wasn't really heavily focused on. So I was kind of like always the outcast, if you will.
0: And so what went through your mind i mean it's so interesting at such a young age to to know to you know sign yourself up and take initiative and rely on yourself and be so independent and and go down a good path what was going through your mind during that time did you see you know big picture you know i really want to do something with my life or or you know i don't want to go down this path what do you do you remember what what you were thinking and and how you know you got yourself to make those types of decisions did you know what you wanted
1: I would be lying if I told you yes. I had absolutely no idea. I just knew something was different. Okay, I knew something. Um, I knew that something was in my path. I just didn't know what. I always knew I was really good at anything and everything I put my mind to. That's one thing that was always instilled in me. Um, you know, there was always a never give up mentality that I've had.
0: Okay, <laughs> I clearly, uh. you know, there was. <laughs>
1: Yeah, there is something in me. Even to this day, um, my husband will tell you. Even down to me breaking my tailbone the other day, we oh went gosh. snowboarding. Are you okay? <laughs> we snowboarding? Yes. Oh no, I'm fine. God. But we went snowboarding, and I would not stop until I got something, and it literally physically took me out. And that's the only way it was going down. Oh my so god! That <laughs> that must be so painful. My life. Yeah. Okay. So going back to that, you know, it's, something there's something inside of me that I've been blessed with that I do not give up no matter what
0: and maybe that's because you were forced to be independent and at such a young age you know you have to rely on yourself if you want something
1: yeah and that's very powerful that you said that um that's always been you know I have like you said I've had to take care of myself you know I, I turned on that survival Gosh, when I was 13, as soon as I was able and, and aware of, you know, there's that never give up mentality, no matter what I did, I always applied it. And I always, I've always been a dreamer. And that's something that I just know that if I apply, you know, action mm-hmm. to get to that result, that I'm going to get there. I think that's so amazing. And
0: you've really pulled it together and made it happen. So tell us a little bit about what you're doing now in
1: life. Yeah, so I've definitely I've definitely taken that into more of a passion now of mine because especially with that never give up mentality. Right going back to serving others and be kind, that's something that I live by okay. There there's always been this burning desire to help others. And again, I didn't know what that was, but since I was a kid, I've been in martial arts and in sports and whatnot. And I've always been a part of a community of some sort or a team. And so now fast forwarding into my life, um, you know, from the age of 18 on, um, is when I really got heavily focused into,
0: my fitness career, which is incredible by the way i I love when we talked about this on the phone earlier is it's such an incredible story about finding you know what you're good at and kind of going after things, so I can't wait to hear more about it now,
1: yeah, so circling back into that, I think I told you at the time I was working at um a very well known hotel here the Wynn. Mm-hmm. um and i there was a coworker of mine that She noticed, you know, I I ended up getting hypoglycemia because my my diet was off. I was eating maybe one time a day, um, you know, and I had a really big health scare to where I went to my doctor and she said that if I don't get my nutrition under control, you know, I'm going to be possibly, you know, pre-diabetic. And so that's when I really, 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 you know, started reaching out for support. There was this girl, her name is Noy Alexander. She's an IFBB pro as well. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time she wasn't, but she told me, you know, why, have you ever thought about doing a bikini competition? And I was just simply asking her advice because I knew she was in that field as far as like nutrition goes where, you know, to kind of start. Mm-hmm. So she introduced me to her coach. And game over since then. Oh my god. And I think I told Yeah, I think I told you um, a little bit about that. I just was simply looking for nutrition and all of a sudden he had mentioned, have you ever thought about doing one thing led to the next? (laughs) And I'm like, Nope, 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 I'm good. And then sure enough, four months later I was going into my first bikini competition and what was that um, like? Scary. Um I was scared, I was excited. Um I was alone. You know, those were things where I was like, I can't believe I'm here. What am I doing? I'm in a bikini about to go in front of hundreds and hundreds and thousands of people. Right. Um, but I did it. And my very first show, I took second place, which is really, really amazing. My second show in my hometown Sacramento, um, I got first place. The head judge pulled me aside. She said she absolutely loved my look. And, you know, I went in for overall. And she said that she chose me for overall. But, you know, with judging and whatnot, um, they invited me back to nationals. And that's where I got my pro card. And with the way things go now, it's very, very, very challenging to get your pro card that fast. Uh So it was kind of something that was, you know, amazing. And I still didn't understand at that point. Wow. That's incredible. And how long did you do it for? Um As far as competing all the way around, or just um the national level, everything. <laughs> okay. so um, I started at twenty two and then so I'd say a good four year run.
0: Oh, wow. And so did you just find a trainer and how I'm always interested how does that work? You find a trainer and then you enter and then you just you get up on stage and it's like in the in front of the judges.
1: Yeah, so I found a coach. His name is Kim Odo. Um, He has his whole team called Odo's Angels um, and I believe his girl right now is like the reigning champ as far as um, IFBB Pro Bikini goes um, for the Olympia as well. He's very well known in the industry. He's actually the one who did help me with my career. Um, and that's somewhere, again, reaching out to a coach is really, really beneficial, especially with, you know, someone who knows exactly what the judges are looking for.
0: Right. And, you know, I think it's amazing how you just kind of fell into this and you kind of found your passion and something that you really love. And I think that happens a lot in life and people are searching so hard for, you know, what is my passion? What is my passion? But sometimes it happens and it's unexpected. Um, I want to talk about doubts now, though. So you're on this journey. You're doing bikini modeling. You've had your struggles. You powered through it. You kept going. But was there ever a point where you thought you couldn't do it?
1: Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Even down to my first show. Um, You know, after, after I became a pro, that's where it really set in. I started to become very hard on myself. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I know a lot of us struggle with in general yeah. about – you know, self-worth. I'm not good enough. I'm standing next to a girl who I've been just reading the magazine about, you know what I mean? So there was a lot of doubts in my head um, going in. So I put a lot of expectations on myself. And we both know that expectations are like killers to any relationship. And you have a relationship with yourself. So that was a little nerd as I call it that would keep coming up for me in my career um you know and I always my there's you know my sister she's actually um you know someone who came into my life through the competing world mm-hmm. and I call her my sis because it's she's someone that really helped me get through my career I love that and now she's helping me get through life as my sister and we've created a sisterhood where you wouldn't even know that we weren't related
0: <laughs> oh my gosh I love that I love
1: that that's so nice So I'm very, very firm in believing that, especially when those doubts come up, you do need a support circle. You do need those few people that do remind you and help lift you up on days that you know that you can't. And I never want to say that you can't, but we're human. You know, there's there's times that come up where we need a coach. We need someone to talk to. And we need someone to talk to with a level head because in those moments, you're not in your, your true self. You're not being who, who you're aspiring to be, especially if you're on that platform. And I know the most successful people in this world have doubts. They have moments of despair. They have moments where, you know, they're, they're in a corner and, and they've held on to that one negative comment or one negative email out of millions of positive emails that they've received, you know? So those are things that on a day-to-day basis where we reach out to support. And, you know, my husband as well, he's, he was my best friend leading into a lot of my, my, my journey, especially now. Um, you know, especially my journey that we're, we're continuing on. There's, there's moments of doubts where one day he's stronger, one day I'm stronger. So it's really important to align yourself with people in your life. And it may be only one, two, three people that you know that you can count on for advice and for mm-hmm. support. Um, so, yeah, there's moments of, of self-doubt. And, and, you know, for me, it's just a quick reminder. Get your butt up, you know, because at the end of the day, no one, no one can really truly pick you up unless you're receiving the information from your support circle and that way you apply it to yourself.
0: I totally agree. So your biggest tip. So if someone's doubting themselves, no matter what it is that they're doing, you would say surround yourself with a support system and have that in place so that they can really lift you up. And that's what you do to to help when you doubt yourself. I think that that's incredible. So speaking of doubts, challenges are a huge part of life. So whether it's bikini competitions or a brand, right? So how do you handle challenges that come your way or even negativity? Just any kind of obstacle. How do you handle that?
1: I pray about it. Okay. (laughs) That sounds so cliche, but everybody has their way. So especially lately, you know, I've really deepened, deepened my faith. I've always believed in God. I've always believed in, you know, there's, you know, universe, spiritual things that come into your life that when challenges do arise, you know, There's almost a sense of impossibility. Right. However, I believe that anything and everything is possible 100% of the time if you truly, truly, truly apply a little bit of work to it. And, you know, prayer is work. Manifestation is work. Everything that you do is is daily work. So when those challenges arise – you know, there's going to be times where you do need to do the self-talking, the, you know, going back to your your game plan of what your, your vision is for your life. And my biggest thing in life is to never let your circumstances get in the way of the vision for yourself and for your family. I've learned that, um, you know, gosh, at one of our events. And I want to say that, was it Brandon Burchard who had said it? And I just remember looking up at the screen when he said it and I'm like, he's so right. You know, there's there's challenges and circumstances. However, if you let that control your life, you're just li- living a mediocre, like a mediocre life. It's, right. it's not your truest potential. Right. You know? Yeah.
0: No, I think that that's a really powerful statement too. Um, whenever a challenge comes your way, it doesn't matter what kind of challenge it is. You have to find a way to overcome it. So whether that's prayer or manifestation or, you know, whatever exercise it is that you use, there are always going to be challenges in life. And you, you have to keep the vision of what you want in life in mind and and keep moving forward. And that's really the only way that you're going to get through it. Otherwise, if you, if you let every challenge stop you, then – then you're going to, then that's, that's true failure. If you let it stop you and you give up, that's true failure. But I don't believe in failure. I believe that if you really want something, you can, like you said, you can make anything happen. You just have to put in the work and challenges and obstacles are all part of that. So we are totally on the same page with that. And I, I also want to talk about
1: your brand and what you're doing right now to help other people. Yeah. And, and Sydney to kind of circle back to failure, um, a lot of people could look at that and sit in it. However, I love failure. I love failure I do because too. you learn. You learn so much from it. If you don't fail, you know you won't be able to apply your learning into what had just happened or whatever's happening. Right. You know, like Walt Disney, for example. Like he's one of my favorite favorite humans in this entire planet. So funny! I, I think- just <laughs> did a podcast,
0: and someone else just said the same thing. Well, it's, it's true it's though.
1: Awesome. <laughs> it's true that. Yeah. So it's, it's you know if you look at him and all of the doubts and right. all of the failures, you know Michael Jordan. Yes. Well, there's so many. Oprah. She didn't even start her career really until she was 33. Right. You know, 32, 33. We we all didn't just wake up like this. No. And it takes the most work. Success, I think. Yeah, I think I actually made a post about it on my Instagram. Is the more we fail you know the more successful you're going to be because you've learned from all of what not to do right you just pick up and you reevaluate you reassess and apply and that's something where that's what makes a, su- a successful entrepreneur different right because they never gave up and they failed 3000 3 million times before they got to where they were. Right. And failures how you learn.
0: You know, it's so funny. I watched um I don't remember was it a movie, a TV show, and I don't remember it was what it was, but they said in there, I don't celebrate my wins, I celebrate my failures. So like they don't go out you know, to a nice dinner for their wins. They go out for the nice dinner or to celebrate when they fail because when they fail is when they know that they're going to get to the next level because they just learned something that's important. And I wish I knew what I was referring to. Um, But I heard that and I was like, oh my God, it's so true because you're not learning from the wins are what you get from, from learning and applying what you've learned. And it's amazing. And I believe that should be celebrated as well. But I kind of yeah. love the idea of when I fail like yeah like
1: good for me you know like that means I'm exactly. I'm making progress. Exactly. And it's like pat yourself on the back because you get to learn from this and instead of you know being a victim to it and right. saying why did this happen to me? Why why why? What you should be asking is what did it do for me? And writing it
0: down. That's what I do. Whenever I yeah like, something goes wrong I'm like okay mental note. Literally, I write it down. I actually, not just a mental note, but I I write it down. I write what I learned from it because I don't want to make the mistake again. And I really want to grow. And that's how you advance. So yeah, failure, that's a great topic because I think a lot of people, they get so down on themselves and, and, you know, no one likes to fail. It's not a good feeling, but at the end of the day, it's also how you choose to look at it. And when you realize that you know, you're winning and succeeding at something because you're learning, you realize, well, you're learning because you overcame an obstacle or you learned something, you know, from a
1: failure. Yeah. So that's, yeah. And that's, that is very powerful to kind of circle back and to be aware of that. Right. Um, That's, that's where I say, you know, you start to check off, you know, mastering life and you get to really check off mastering emotions EQ is so important, mm-hmm. you know, um, and a lot of the times we're so focused on IQ, but we're missing the whole emotional factors of what makes us human beings. Oh, I totally agree. And so, yeah, you know, and that's kind of where, you know, I, in my life to kind of transition to where I'm at today, building my brand, you know, I have a, a huge, my, my support circle between, you know, my husband, my sister are my parents now, mm-hmm. um, who, mm-hmm have come into my life. They picked up the pieces, you know, later in life. Um, but they they gave me nothing but love. And I call them my godparents, even though they're not my godparents, but they did take me in. They did give me, you know, love and nurture. And, you know, they are my mom and my dad to this day. And they've really taught me, especially, you know, who in who I am today, preaching health, wellness and mentorship. Um, you know, my parents have a very big big role in that mm-hmm. and especially you know my mom now she's a, a global speaker people look up to her left and right and you know i truly we we always make a joke because we always say the stork totally lo- left me to the wrong house
0: <laughs> and I love that.
1: you know you wouldn't even know we look alike we talk alike we act alike and my dad you know he just he's just a he just thinks it's a hoop but you know you wouldn't you wouldn't know the difference So as far as building my brand and who I am today, you know, going into my, my very small support circle, you know, there's a lot of people that don't understand my life or they think I have this made up family. However, you know, we don't, we don't choose our family. And unfortunately, if you don't have that, that support growing up, you know, I've always felt like there was someone watching over me. There was always some sort of like presence as far as like where I'm going in life. And I've been aligned with the right people in my life, even down to my husband, of what I'm learning and growing to do and where I'm going on this journey because I have the most powerful, you know, key players in my back or having my back, I should say as I'm growing to, to be who, you know, I'm genuinely meant to be. And I know in my heart of hearts that I'm here to serve others on a higher platform. That is my passion is to be able to not only, you know, serve people in health and wellness, but to also create financial freedom in their lives. And that's what we're doing in mentorship, And, you know, it's been something where building our brand is, it's, it's been kicked off for the last year and a half. And this year it's just soaring with, you know, even down to this podcast, you know, we're setting the year off right with the word out there and what we're here to do. And I like to say we, because, you know, truly I, I love team. I love community. If, you know, just going back into my background, I love taking people with me. The people who, who doubted themselves, who are doubting themselves, who are living in the, their circumstances, who are letting their fears control their life, and instead of inviting it in and talking to their fears and, and letting them know, I'm going to be okay with or without you. I know you will come but I won't let you control my life. That for me has been something that has been even game changing in my life where I invite my fears in, I acknowledge them, I talk to them, but I don't let them control my life. Wow. I love that. That's amazing. So I love that attitude.
0: It's probably a big part of what has helped you to succeed in life as well, because that's a, you need to have an attitude like that to be able to get through, you know, the day-to-day struggles, obstacles, and and everything that comes your way. So Everything that you're doing sounds so interesting. So I wanna talk more about how you built your brand and 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 um how to create that income that people want, the financial freedom.
1: Yeah, so as far as building my brand, um, you know, that's been something that's been in the works now for the last year and a half and it is heavily focused in health and wellness and definitely in nutrition based. So for us, what we do is you know, we work from the inside out. We do a lot of mindset training. We do a lot of mentorship. Anyone who comes on board in our team simply is reaching out because they want another way. Who is your ideal then, client? My ideal client? <laughs> someone who is coachable. Okay. Someone who is open. Someone who is, you know, not fighting on a day-to-day basis. And what I mean by fighting is what we just talked about. Right. Is they let circumstances come in or, you know as far as, you know, mindset is, you know, you, when you walk in the door, when you get on a call with me, be ready for open, loving feedback, you know, whether you don't want to hear it or not, I'm, I'm going to give it to you. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's, I, have, I had a client who was very sweet about it. She said, "You're the absolute nicest person I've ever met, but you're also the meanest when it comes <laughs> to, when it comes to kicking my butt." And she's like, "But that's what I need because you say it with love and compassion and I speak to your heart. I don't speak to your head."
0: Wow. And so what kind of advice do you give people to create that financial freedom? There's so many people now and they want to create what they, you know, they want to find their passion and they want to make that their career and they, yeah. they want to quit that nine to five and they want to do
1: what they want to do in life and
0: and they want it to be able to support them. So how do they create that financial freedom?
1: Well, first and foremost, I asked them their vision okay. and what they're looking to create. And if they're looking to create, you know, to get home, to get their husband's home or vice versa, you know, to working, working women and men just want to get their, their wife's home or whatever it is, you know, the first, the first thing I ask them is what is your goal and the vision for your life and how committed are you to that goal on the level of one to 10? Mm-hmm. And based upon that answer is where the work begins. And I show them in, especially with our business, because the way that it works is it's something where we're mentoring others into creating their own business as well. Right. And especially in the health and wellness field. But we always say what we do is a personal development program with a compensation plan attached. That's amazing.
0: So there are so many people out there who aspire to do what you're doing in life and speaking with you is really, like I've said a hundred times now, really inspirational because you have such great energy. You have such a powerful story and it's so relatable. And I think a lot of times the results of what we have in life is because of the way that we choose to look at it, which is kind of what we've talked about throughout this podcast. So what would you tell someone who's in a similar situation and looking to create this lifestyle that they desire? How do they do it? Where do they even start?
1: Well first and foremost they can contact us. <laughs> of they course. can contact me. Yeah, so those are things where it's an individual based um, you know program where we we teach you and mentor you. So you know where they would start is they can simply reach out. I am in transition as you know um that my my last name we were married in November. Congratulations on Thanksgiving day. Oh. <laughs> <Aww. laughs> yeah, I was so thankful. Um and so my, a lot of my social media will be changing here this year. A lot of my brand has been built on my Tiffany Marie Boydston name. Um, and so I'm transitioning now into Tiffany Marie Davis. Um, so okay. as, as you know, we grow, um, but in the meantime, you know, it's, it's a simple reach out. My Instagram right now is at Tiffany Marie Boydston. Uh, my Facebook handles are the same. My personal is Tiffany Marie Davis For me, I do a lot of personal touching. Um, And as far as higher platform, you know, we're in the works of a lot of that as we speak. Um, But if someone's looking to create that, that's what we're here to do is to personally reach out to people and show them the way.
0: So what is one tip that you would give someone before they call? What is one tip that you would give to someone to kind of to start just to begin? What what would you tell them to maybe even think about so that you can give them that motivation to just take that next step? Sometimes people need that push to get to take the yeah. next step, you know?
1: Yeah. And it's 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 like it's such a simple thing to do, but something that we we definitely clam up and fear up. Right. It's it's honestly just reach out, just do it. You know, one of one of our dear friends, and you know, he's also been a mentor in our career is, you know, Zach Slobin and his wife, Eden Slobin. And the one thing that he always says is, um, we don't care how fast you go, how slow you go. All we care is that you go. Cause everyone gets to go in this life. They get the life that they deserve. Right? No, I totally agree. Yeah. So that would be something like, even with reach outs is simply just reach out, just do it. <laughs> it's really, you know, if you're looking to change your lifestyle, if you're looking to feel good, look good because if we feel good, we're naturally going to look good and everyone's going to want to know what this like energy is about you. What what's happening to you? And it's as simple as that.
0: Right. You know, it's funny because I talk about this a lot. My my grandfather started a remodeling re- residential remodeling business years and years mm-hmm. ago and it was a successful business. My my dad owns it now. Um, and I ask him all the time. I'm like, how do you create a successful business or how do you get what you want in life? Because he's just a very re- well, he he didn't used to be. But now he's a very relaxed person. He's very go with the flow. He used to have a temper. But his answer is you just do it like he has yeah. no there's no secret. There's no tip. There's no hack. There, there's none of that. You just do it. And, and and so it's it's pretty much what you're saying. And it's important that if you want to take action, and if you want something in your life, you know, you just have to do it. There's no easy way around it. No one else is going to make the decision for you.
1: Yeah. Even down to like this podcast, you know, I was right. talking to my sister about it. She's, you know, between her and my husband are my go-tos. And you know, he and I were like, well, how do we do this name? Because we're we're, st- we're starting to transition the Davis part, of, right. you know, into the business. And I think you and I had that talk. Yeah. And so I reached out to my sister and she said something too. And this is where you're starting to see how the people that I've aligned in my life ha- will say powerful things to me where I'm like, oh. She said, you don't try, you just do. Yep, I, you know what? I've heard that before, and I do think about that a lot. There's no such
0: thing. It's not. It's not trying. You just you do it. If you're trying, you don't have the mentality that you're all in. You just you go, and you and you yeah. learn as you go. Yeah,
1: and. That's I, taking action and you get results from that action. And that's where you start getting closer and closer to your dreams. And it's it's not cliche or it's not living in a cloud. No. I mean, you can live in a cloud. I actually like living in a cloud because it's fun up there. <laughs> I enjoy living in a but, cloud
0: too. And my mom my mom calls it bubble world. And she enjoys living in bubble world and she doesn't plan on yeah. leaving anytime soon. <laughs> exactly so I and get it
1: why the heck not right why not? right life is why too can't short we be dreamers I'm sorry I don't want to live in the negative I'm gonna live in the positive and when negative comes in I'm gonna shoot it down from my cloud with my lightning bolt <laughs> <laughs> I love that <laughs> <help. laughs> and I'm just gonna keep like bolting and jolting and and do whatever it takes and and you know it's it's just certain things in life where we get to we get to look at and really, you know, we've aligned ourselves with amazing, you know, powerful people right. and, you know, even down to, you know, our dear friends in our business who, you know, were the ones who introduced us to this and, and they told us the sky was the limit, you know, and it he's is. an internal medical physician. She's a retired personal trainer now because of the business, you know, it's been something where we're slowly but very surely and actually pretty fast growing in all areas as we move towards bringing as many people as we can with us when, you know, changing lives from the inside out. And and that's truly self-serving and also serving others in the process is the best gift that you can give to them and to yourself I was
0: I was just going to ask you what is the most re- rewarding part of this entire journey and your brand because it sounds like it's beyond the brand it's totally beyond oh, the brand
1: beyond the brand like here's the thing and my mom and I always talk about this this is the one thing that my mom she's incredible her name's Michelle I swear, she's you know global speaker trainer she's just I'm
0: going to leave everything. everybody's information in the podcast yes. description your information I'll update it with your new name when yes. that happens I'll put your mom on there everybody so every <laughs> so all of the listeners can go and check everything out too just so you I'm know. talking
1: about powerful people in this world mm-hmm. that her and I we looked at each other even on the day of my wedding we we're in the limo and we we're talking about you know how well I've been doing and, you know, really, really receiving it from my mom and receiving it from those that I love the most. And I looked at my mom and she goes, honey, why are you doing this? And I just want to hear, she's like, I I have a feeling I know why, but I want to, you know, really talk to you about, you know, just certain things. And we always have great conversation. And she, I Mm -hmm. looked at her, I go, mom, because at the end of the day, I want to know that if I left tomorrow or if my time was over that I have at least helped one person in this world. Oh, I love that. I got the chills. <laughs> I love that. And my mom looked at me and she said you are so my daughter. And <laughs> I love and it. And that is our, that is our life mission. Oh my gosh. And even if it's just one person, you know, our job is done, but I know in my heart of hearts and I get emotional talking about this is that I love I love people and I love I love serving others, and it's something where I know that I've only just begun, and I I do know that I have, you know, such powerful, you know, friends and clients and people that still message me to this day, like, thank you for changing my life, but I know that I'm scratching the surface because I know I want to do it on a higher platform.
0: And you can tell you're so passionate about it, too, which is incredible.
1: (laughs) So passionate. There needs to be more people
0: like you in this world.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. And that's what I'm trying to create.
0: And you definitely will.
1: Actually, let me rephrase that. That's what I'm going to create because I'm not going to try. I'm just going to do it. And I'm going to do whatever it takes. And I'm going to do it with abundance. And I'm going to do it with love. And care and compassion and whatever it takes to get my people there. We will get there. Oh,
0: my God. Well, you are so amazing. This has been an amazing podcast, Tiffany. I'm so glad that we connected and that you are here on the show today. Thank you so much for sharing your story and your advice and everything that you're doing. And you're doing amazing and going amazing places. You've already done you've already done so much and i can't wait to see what's to come i'm going to link everything that you mentioned in the podcast description the links to your social media your website and your mom of course and yeah i can <laughs> thank you i can't thank you enough for being here
1: yeah. And, you know, and also, you know, we do have, um, a facility here in Las Vegas that I'd love to share about as well. Yes, We, um, I am the headmaster, lead trainer and partner there. Um, and it's been something that has been just amazing. And, you know, if anyone's in the Las Vegas area, we'd love to have you guys stop by. It isn't a membership based gym. It is, you know, only personal training and, you know, coaching, lifestyle training, whatnot. Um, And it's something where, you know, I've even, as far as in partnership with them, have watched them grow. So there's a whole nother story on that as well. But it's a beautiful facility. It is something where, you know, if anyone's looking to, you know, connect with a trainer, or if there's any trainers um, that are interested, we are looking for um, a few more people to bring on board. So, um, you know, if that's something that, you know, as far as like passion goes. And if there are listeners on this call that are in the Las Vegas area, we'd love to have you guys come by and check us out. And, you know, the sky's the limit for everyone. I
0: love that. Well, I will link all the information below. And thank you so much for coming on the show. And I wish you nothing but success and all good things.
1: Thank you so much, Sydney. It was so amazing.